0: Elder Chor Squad's Keeper Ann here. Heads up that this is a mature podcast in a mature setting. This podcast uses the 7th edition Call of Cthulhu rule set by Chaosium. All content, including names, places, things, or any other noun-resembling entities living, dead, or shimmering just at the edge of your vision, like something between a memory or a nightmare, are purely coincidental. Okay, so hello and welcome back to EHS. And uh to our listener in Australia, thank you. I don't know how you put up with it this far. And also, if you're still listening, thank you for dealing with my Brynheld from Tombs of Annihilation, because that shit is that shit's bad, man. Um, and then, uh, so yeah, I'm Keep Around, and to my left.
1: uh, Damien, I am playing Delilah Taylor.
2: Uh,
3: this is Jacob, I'm playing William Hughes.
2: This is Sarah. I'm playing Thaddeus Cooper. This is Cynthia. I'm playing Oksana Ushakova.
4: And I'm Alex on Richard Bailey.
2: You're on him.
4: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well,
2: but... uh,
0: (laughs) Look, he wasn't able to get uh, those... uh, He wasn't able to get the two movers, and really his luck hasn't panned out (laughs) further. All right. So, we're going to start off tonight... Returning to Delilah on my left here. Yeah. So, Delilah, you're just waiting in your apartment, right? Yeah. So, it stretches into the evening. Delilah, it's about eight in the afternoon, eight at night, when your door opens and Elizabeth comes in.
1: I, uh, I'm sitting at the kitchen table just with a, with a cup of tea. Trying to relax a little bit.
0: She sits down across from the table, across the table from you, and takes your tea and takes a sip from it and has a very self satisfied grin.
1: I thought you hated that.
0: Yeah, but it was for dramatic effect.
1: (laughs) About what?
0: I think we can return to that conversation later.
1: What? What do you mean?
0: She leans over and presses a kiss to your forehead, and she doesn't say anything.
1: Uh, where have you been all day? Working. New job pop-up with Richard or anything?
0: Oh, yeah. New job popped up, and it's looking to be a real interesting one.
1: Anything you can tell me about it?
0: Why do you people keep playing with <laughs> things if you're just going to drop <laughs> them? Yeah.
1: Don't yeah, pick it's up, don't up the coin, Jake.
4: I'm just putting you where I normally put it. <laughs> okay. Because my hands have to fidget, damn it. No, they don't. It's I have like am... ADHD.
1: yes, they do. <laughs> they yeah. absolutely
0: do.
4: Look at Cindy. That's oh, my able-less. God. Oh, no, Cindy
0: is <laughs> playing with something. Oh. You're ableist, you bitch. <laughs> you can't cancel me. I'm trans. I outcancel you. <laughs> I'll see you in hell.
2: <laughs> I thought you were going to. I'll see you in court and like that'd be so much funnier.
0: <laughs> yeah, well I mean if we like I mean if you're uh, if you're mentally ill and I'm
3: queer, then it's like we both just lose in court. Yeah, yeah well, yep, you're fair. I was about to say, as described by the podcast description, you are the token straight. <laughs> yeah, you
1: are because yeah, you both you you're both autistic
0: uh-huh.
1: and but she wins out because she's queerer than you.
0: I have the power to cancel you, bitch. But also, if you
5: see him in hell, are we encouraging the idea that queer people go to hell? No, just (laughs) Dan.
4: Fair enough, I rechecked my statement. Do I need to bring out the laundry list of diagnoses? Because I have
1: one. You do. (laughs) Pathetic. pugman
4: it's gone down it's only at like 14 now well not
1: oh only
4: yeah yeah
0: not all of us are from a county that is so known for its incest that it is considered a na- a national epidemic <laughs> true by the way yeah, yeah. we're getting
2: personal on this podcast yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: we don't want to look at your genetic coding that's for sure no
4: no no nobody does I'm sure it's very interesting from a scientific perspective.
0: Possibly even more so from an anthropological perspective. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Delilah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh,
1: um, yeah, um, I'm sorry, what was your last line? I think I, like, is there any anything you can tell me about?
0: And she rests a hand against your wrist, and is playing with the inside of your wrist, and says, well, I found a use for that little archivist you're so obsessed with.
1: I'm not obsessed.
0: You're not? So, is that why you talk about her? Is that why? When we are out trying to have a little... Christmas outing, you're spending your entire time with her? Is that why when we're at the club, you're looking for her? It's because you're not obsessed, right? It's...
1: It's not really simple to explain.
0: I'm all ears.
1: I mean, we're, we're more like coworkers than anything else.
0: What about what I just said sounds akin to coworkers?
1: I just think she's kind of interesting, that's all.
0: <laughs> interesting. Okay, okay, I'll bite. Interesting how?
1: Uh, she's got she's got a funny attitude about her.
0: And yeah, you can you can see that her eyes are watching you very carefully. Very there's like a methodical element to it. And you realize Delilah that's the way you'd imagine a wolf looks at a chicken. And she says, "Well, you get your use from her." And I'll get mine.
1: What... what are you doing with her?
0: Well, I don't think that's any of your business, dear. Because clearly, what you do with her is not of mine.
1: This weekend, do you want to go out together? We can go out of town for a while.
0: I think you can you can see this kind of hard look she gives you, just soften a little bit, and she says, um, "I'll talk to Richard, see if he needs me."
1: What you secretary now?
0: The hand that was. Playing with your wrist, grips it. Her nails press into the soft part, just hard enough to leave an indent. That's not a mistake you want to make twice.
1: Why don't you show me what happens if I do it twice?
0: For the sake of the of the podcast, we're gonna fade to black. Cut the cut black. Cut the black. <laughs> black. Cut the black. Cut the black.
4: I'm just bearing like boring holes through you this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thaddeus. Make How me a th- listen roll.
2: Oh no. <laughs> and
0: it's gonna be at a uh, disadvantage, actually. Ooh. Mm.
2: Actually no,
4: I'll just... Okay,
2: listen. That is a 59 over 50.
0: Okay. Uh, Would you like to spend luck or push it?
2: I think I'll spend luck. It's only nine points.
0: Oh, I absolutely love that. Please spend it.
2: (laughs) I have so much luck and I absolutely will not need it. I said like a liar.
0: (laughs) Oh, Thaddeus. You'll learn. Or you won't, I guess. Okay, so Thaddeus, it's about 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. What are you doing right now? Because we talked a little bit last time that you're kind of watching the wall. You're going through the motions. You're a little blank, right? A
2: little bit. I'm probably, like, doing dishes, cleaning up after dinner type stuff.
0: So how out of it are you when you hear a window being forced and it's not going. You can just hear the thud because you, you set a bo- you set those uh, wood panels.
2: Yeah, I set little wooden wedges or wedges.
0: And you're hearing the creak as something's forcing it up.
2: I grab my gun, which has been next to me this whole time. Uh, And uh, which window does it sound like it's coming from?
0: Uh, I'm a success. It's probably in the living room.
2: Cool. I'm going to very carefully, like, kind of pressed up against the wall, like, peer around trying to get a peek of what's making the noise.
0: Yeah. So you come around, the you peek around the corner and you don't see anything there and the window isn't. Rattling anymore And then you hear another one This one sounds like it's From the second floor
2: He Very carefully Trying to be as stealthily As he can Just slowly Makes his way up the stairs listening to see if it sounds like anything got opened, if they're successful, if they're moving on.
0: Oh, you certainly hear it. You hear the snap of wood. And you hear a window being shoved open up to its top, making a loud banging noise, and you hear a bit of glass break, and you hear it bash down against the windowsill, up again, down again, and then up again. And then you come up. It's coming from your children's bedroom.
2: Of course it is. (laughs) Yeah, he's had enough tonight. It's like, in the back of his mind, there's a little bit like, I should just run. I shouldn't really go towards the danger. But also, it's been a day. And once again, things are entering his home in his children's bedroom. And he's. he's gonna go towards it and open the door, gun drawn, like aiming for the first thing he sees. <laughs>
0: I want you to make me a dex roll. This is more about speed than
2: anything. Oh, yeah. You know, dex is something I'm so good at. Uh,
0: You know what? I'll I'll give you a bonus die, actually, because I really like how you've approached it.
2: Well, that's a 64 over 45.
0: (laughs) I'm guessing uh, you would not like to push it or spend luck?
2: Not this time.
0: Yeah, you... Okay, so yeah, you open their door. And you don't see much when you open it. You see the window broken open. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's nothing there. And when your eyes drift down, you see the little father figure. But he's just standing normally in the middle of the room and a very small figure that seems to be carved from wood is next to him. It almost looks like they're holding hands to Is
2: this small figure because if I remember right There was only a girl child in the house before. Is this a boy child? Thaddeus, it's
0: a small boy. Except... Clearly the way it's carved, it shows what looks almost like tendrils pooling out from beneath its jacket just small and a few but enough to see them and you just see that the boy's frowning
2: before Thaddeus allows himself to really take in and look at this figure he wants to do a quick sweep around the room to see if anything is hiding or he's in direct danger right now
0: you look around. There's nothing else there with you.
2: And then, gun's still out, I kind of walk up to the center of the room, slowly lower myself to my knees, and going to pick up the figures and just kind of examine them.
0: So one thing that strikes you, when you look at the father figure, you can see his pants and his shoes. When you look at this small, unpainted wooden figure that's been carved, its legs, they look like goat
2: legs. This motherfucker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Call of Cthulhu. Fuck this bitch. Cops, gun.
2: If have put goat legs on, my boy. My <laughs> boy. Goat man. I'm jumping on your bridge, goat man. If I look out the window, do I see anything?
0: Make me a hard spot hidden. And because. Actually, of... I'm gonna make it an extreme. Ooh. But you do get your
2: bonus dice. I do get a bonus dice. It's a 46 under 50, so it's not an extreme. So just regular success.
0: You, it's, it's not what you see, it's what you hear. You hear rustling. The rustle of leaves. And you can barely make out some loose leaves fall from the hedges across the street. And then not, there's nothing.
2: Thaddeus is pissed. But he is not pissed enough to run across the street in the middle of the night, in the dark, into some hedges.
0: You know, I I will allow you an extreme spot hidden or a hard psycho- psychology roll for something else here.
2: Ooh. Let's play with a hard psychology role.
0: Absolutely. It's the one I liked a little bit more anyway.
2: That is a 14 under 15. Okay. 15 is the hard.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Thaddeus, I think, yeah, that's, that's the thought you have here. And when you turn around, inevitably, when you look down at those figures you can tell that there is something that's not malicious here. And it makes you look closer at them. Something about it, it's, it's so different than the scene that you had come to before. Something took the time to carve that figure for you. And it's only when you look closer, Thaddeus, that you realize that's not supposed to be your son.
2: He makes that connection. He thinks of the goat-legged thing he saw. He looks and in his mind he kind of is like, oh. If the carving's correct, this is a child. And I think he kind of shakes him a little bit. And All his thoughts of revenge and anger kind of get a little bit doused and I think he needs to follow it. I think having it not be just a danger, a threat, but more like this thing hasn't done anything malicious. It's small and it's frowning. And I think there's part of him that's curious of what it wants. So I think he's gonna make his way. He's gonna shut the window, reboard it, and then he's gonna make his way out of the house with a little lantern and his gun at his side.
0: That's absolutely fantastic, Thaddeus. And I will return to you in a hot minute here. <laughs> as we finally follow those hedges with a little bit of spirit.
2: God damn it, the hedges got me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you goddamn hedge monster fucker.
2: Hedge it's monster
0: just... fucker. Every time now I think I think of, oh no, it's Eldritch Hall from among the stars. <laughs> from among the
1: stars. <laughs> It's just, it's only remembering that he's in, like, a residential neighborhood.
0: (laughs) See, what also makes it for me is remembering that Lovecraft was such a weird fuck that he was probably imagining British accents when he wrote his shit, because he was obsessed with Victorian literature. Oh, of course he
1: was. Oh, yeah, because if you think about how they talk.
0: Yeah, and he was only wearing, like, he wore, like, English-style clothes in New England and only stopped wearing them when they were physically not made anymore. And then had his repaired over and over until he just didn't fit such, anymore.
2: Such a strange little man.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's a little real bitch.
2: And also, yeah. watch as I get lost in this hedge and don't make it back to the party.
4: Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> this is... I was really trying, guys.
0: The, you were the one last time too. It's like I hope to meet the party this session. Well, we're gonna have to fucking see
2: <laughs> if I survive.
4: Three weeks later, you emerge to the hedge dimension. You go. <laughs>
2: To the hedge dimension. <laughs> from,
4: Did from you know? The hedge I came to the hedge I returned.
2: I'm the hedge king now. It's <laughs> me and my hedges. Like,
0: Would you like to see the figurines of my family?
2: Ding <laughs> <Tink>, ding. <tink. laughs>
0: <laughs> this is my my wife and I kissing.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so and sorry. then they all lived happily ever after. He says with tears in his eyes.
2: <laughs> Anyways. <laughs>
0: Okay, so you good? Yeah. we're gonna cut over to our trio in in well, Hildred Castain's apartment. I want a spot hidden from all of you. Ooh. Well, from, from I'm sorry, not from Oksana. Oksana's is not quite looking yet. Oksana's turned, but hasn't had the focus, right?
5: I mean. There was, like, a whole panel and everything moving, so, like, I came back to watch. Okay, happened. okay,
0: I thought you were still at a distance, but looking over. But you've come all the way?
5: Yeah, probably.
0: Great, okay, then make me a spot hidden. So yeah. I, I got a 60 over 45, so it would fail. You have advantage on yours on your yeah, spot yeah.
1: hidden. Yeah. Oh, That's what stopped a
4: fumble.
0: You bad rolling motherfucker.
4: I got a 29 under fumble. 60 for a hard success.
0: Okay, once you get Oxana.
4: I fumbled.
0: You fumbled. Oh <laughs> motherfuckers. I enjoy this greatly. I don't. Hey Richard. Starting strong. So if you would all like to review the artwork I've provided.
3: It's beautiful.
5: It's actually really
3: cool. It is pretty pretty nice.
0: It stands before all of you is one massive painting in the center of this small secret room. And what you can tell Richard is on the, on the left and right side walls, there are bookcases. The bookcases look as if they've been pillaged there is only a few volumes left and they're scattered across the floor one of them was knocked over and you see next to that painting in the center that there are other spots where paintings hung you can tell that they were supposed to be in line with where those mirrors were hey Oksana. Mm-hmm. When you look into this room, yeah. You see this center painting. Mhm. Would you like to know what else you see? I'd love to know. You see in it's it's just a really small detail. It looks almost like an afterthought. At the bottom of this creature's maw where it looks like planets and moons are being sucked in. You see the fraction of the bottom of the painting, almost where the tongue should be. You see a small village and even smaller figures looking out at you.
5: Oh. I think she rationalizes it. She's like, well, I heard him through the wall. So I, I might deceive him.
0: Respectfully, I don't think there's anything rationalizing about this. Oh, no, So no. why don't you make me a sanity roll? Yeah. Thaddeus has been the victim to most of those lately, so let's, let's spread the love.
2: <laughs> hey, I had one last time. Uh, for Sam, that's a
5: 59 under 78.
0: Yeah, as you said, this is just in track ever since these people, which may be a liberal usage of the word, ever since they entered your life, it is just this and worse. So I'm not going to take anything from you because they've taken enough. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
3: No, that's fair, though. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that is.
5: Right. You Could, said the quiet part out loud.
3: <laughs> Could I theoretically roll an occult to just see if I can figure what this mirror, mirror roll is? Theoretically, that's what I'm asking. Um,
0: there's not an occult roll here. Okay. This would be, if any of
3: you would like to attempt, this would be a mythos roll. No matter how much we've come across mythos, I... I don't have any.
4: I have a 0%. Oh. Yeah. I thought I had given you guys some points.
3: I
1: was like, I have 5.
4: But that's because you've touched the Mythos in some regard in your backstory. Like, Oxana... Or at least you came in with some amount of magical something. Uh, that's mm-hmm. different. So, Oxana, do you have Mythos?
5: Yeah, I got 4 points in Mythos. So, yeah, we had to get something through the game, because I think... I think I gave it, it from
0: learning spells and reading books. Okay. So yeah. yes, well, can I keep you guys at zero? But yes, yeah. uh, sorry, I'm just just clarifying. Yeah. yeah, that's
5: fair. I mean, I've learned to spell at the hotel. Yeah. And then I've met Yoke uh, twice, twice. You know. You were knocked
0: out. You really? y- yeah you also the second time yeah you were knocked out for the first time, the second
1: the first like,
0: from the code you were knocked out.
5: No. The oh second, the First time the travel. First
1: time you were awake. The second time you were you're were
0: Yeah. And then there was Roxaba who is an avatar, which is uh, a very different thing.
2: Yeah, right. How many of these bitches have you been meeting? Unfortunately, unfortunately, far too many. And still being alive. Yeah.
3: I'm surprised you're still as sane as you are.
5: Aren't we all glad?
3: Yeah. (laughs) In the
0: spirit of that, why don't you make me a mythos roll,
5: Roxana? All right. Nope, that's another 59 and only yeah. have four points.
0: That makes sense. Continue. Uh, th-
3: do you know what this is, Richard? Not yet. Uh... I cause uh, you know what this mm-hmm. is?
5: I, hmm, I would like you to look at this and then look at me again. And ask me that one more time.
3: I mean, I'm just kind of asking. I, I don't know what it is. It's, a uh, Something.
0: <laughs> Actually, you know, and the, uh, Richard, why don't you make me an appraisal roll?
4: Okay. Come on, come on. No. Nope. 94 over 60?
0: Cool. Mm... So what's your what's your passive appraisal?
4: Passive appraisal?
0: Yeah, what's your normal number? 60. If you're willing to spend some quite a bit of time here, oh, it will yeah. be a success.
4: Oh yeah, for sure.
0: Okay, if you're willing to spend the time. This is
4: this has got me rattled and uh, focused. Okay,
0: we'll return to that later. Mhm.
5: Arts are is William gonna do
3: anything? I think he's just studying the area around it for now. Um just kinda of taking note, like mental note of what's this all is, so.
5: Um, I think is like really examining the painting because the children are off putting and upsetting, but it's like if they're like in the painting, like what else is it?
0: Could you make me an extreme spot hidden?
5: For sure.
0: You know, actually, for the sake of this, I'll make it a hard, not an extreme.
5: A 98 again. Oh. That's another fumble on spot hidden. With the same number.
0: Hey, William, Richard. There we go. Yeah? The two of you. Uh huh are trying to see the details of this room you're a little shocked no, neither of you have made a move to look at the painting further quite yet um, you tried to do a cursory glance Richard but you know you're going to need to spend some more time with it yep. neither of you have tried to take a closer look at the books here at the spaces here and you see Oksana lift her hand up and just the index finger is outstretched and it's gliding towards this painting and towards this thing and specifically towards
3: its mouth Uh, Axana what are you doing? Axana could you make me a power roll?
5: Uh, that's a 70 under 80. You hear him. Can I respond? Yeah. Um, I think she just thinks she's doing what she's doing. She's like, i looking at the painting.
3: I mean, if you touch it, it might degrade the value a little bit.
0: As an archivist, I think one thing you'd be aware of here, Raxan, is that, yeah, some people have the idea that oils on the hands would degrade this, but it probably isn't that harmful.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: There's no harm in touching it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um.
4: I mean, Richard isn't going to stop you, but he is yeah. giving you the weirdest look.
5: Yeah, it's just like, well, what would you know about the value of this painting?
3: I mean, ah, that's yeah, I don't know anything about it. But I mean, I wouldn't be just touching random paintings. I mean, typically you don't touch paintings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They brought when I was in France. They brought us to the Louvre, and you couldn't touch the paintings. Mm
2: No, you could. You were encouraged to kiss the Mona Lisa straight on those lips.
0: You better believe that Mona and I had some tongue action.
2: (laughs) She moaned till I Lisa. No.
3: (laughs) No, no, no. That was actually pretty good. (laughs) I I hate how good that was.
1: Awful. Yeah.
5: Um. I think a little bit she kind of like things. just like William what would you know about paintings
3: I don't know if you sp- little soldier you don't voice that out loud or do you do you actually voice it out loud she says it that's, I don't know much about paintings but typically just look at a painting not touch it and that's that's every time I've seen a painting I just look at it I mean, you guys, you're the archivist, so.
4: If this is taking time, <laughs> Richard would have probably gone in while they're, uh, to look at it closer while they're talking, okay. like, started the time uh, that he would need.
3: I imagine that I'm, like, no. saying this as Oxon is walking towards the painting. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And right now, Richard, are you just focused on ascertaining a potential value? uh mainly yeah uh he's got some curiosity as to the relationship between that and the one that he had seen earlier but
0: Mm, make me this is going to be an appraisal for something else okay so please roll that for me uh 28 under 60 okay i'm gonna return to that
4: okay so
0: yeah um William, what are you saying to Oksana? Oksana, what are
3: you doing? I think for right now, he has stopped trying to convince you to not touch the painting as you have... You're the archivist. He's just like, you're doing your your thing. He already put his piece of, like, his two cents in. Mm Mm-hmm you touch the painting and it degrades the value it's not on him
5: Um, fine yeah I think our accent is that depending on how aware she is of it she's probably approaching the painting knowingly and I don't know how much she consciously wants to touch it of her own volition
0: I mean at this point that's up to you is it? yeah you feel the inclination, but it's up to you.
5: Uh um... I mean, I think it's, like... I don't know. It's kind of like I think she'll get up really up close to it and, like, almost touch it and then, like, kind of, like, do the hand back and forth, like, sort of thing. And then probably try not to touch it.
0: Yeah, the only thing I'll say, Oxon, is you get this strange sensation. Like a small hand holding your finger. But that's it.
5: Cool, 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 cool. Um... think uh, that she would she would take a half step back, and because um, she never quite made it back to the music room with Lewis's diary. She might whip it open um, and try to skim through to see if she can find a description of this painting, and or maybe if he mentioned that when he acquired it.
0: Okay, so, Oksana, go ahead and make me an intro, which, uh, according to one of your pulp talents, you, do you have advantage on that?
5: I... I have quick study, which is reading it, but I'm skimming it.
0: Ooh. Okay. Okay. I'll keep that in mind.
5: Mm-hmm. So that's a three.
0: So, um, An what
5: extreme is it- 17
0: for me? So. Okay. So, what exactly are you trying to ascertain from this?
5: Um, so I guess ideally, like, the, like, so her goal is, like, if she can find anything about the painting in. The journal, but the one thing she's looking for the most is if there's like the day he acquired it.
0: The the painting. Yeah. So, uh, one thing you would know already is that yeah, this is Lewis is uh, Lewis's journal. Right, and, and it's this Hildred's is Hildred's apartment. apartment.
5: Yes. I guess like, then when Lewis discovered it.
0: Fantastic. Sorry,
5: my bad. Yes. Yeah, Forgot so- there's different castings.
0: So yeah, Xana, you are skimming through the pages, and you are able to ascertain immediately that this journal has been recorded since the war, since like just a little bit before the war. And at first, his entries seem reasonable, like the, the syntax makes sense, you're not really reading them, because they're not about what you're interested in. But you do see, as you're flipping through, the handwriting, as of the past few months, slowly becoming more and more erratic. You don't focus down on the, on the entries where it starts that way yet. You are coming back towards the end here to see his relationship with the painting.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And then you find it. You read an entry from Lewis where he talks about, he talks about a man that came to visit him, this strange small man telling him of a grand destiny that could be his, that this man cursed his cousin with that knowledge and then cursed him and he showed him something that he couldn't, he couldn't unsee. Whenever he closed his eyelids, he saw the same symbol over and over again. And even in his dreams when you think you're safe, he still saw the image as if it was stamped on the back of his eyelids. you read about how he found the passage. He opened it. He found blasphemous tomes and historical tomes that had law that in his research had long since supposedly been burned. He had artwork and that he tried to burn them but he couldn't something stayed his hand and then you just read that he's hidden them
5: Mm. okay and it stops there with that he's hidden it but he doesn't say where
0: the last line you read before before it trails off is that I dreamt of a crooked crown on my head and when I awoke, it was made of thorns.
5: Oh. Lovely.
0: <laughs> oxon character, oh, lovely. Cool, cool, cool,
5: cool, cool,
0: cool, cool. Yes, cool, 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 cool. Cool,
5: cool, cool. Very cool, he should have gone into writing prose. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. No doubt,
4: no doubt. No doubt. No
5: doubt.
0: Um, Actually, as a small little detail, can you make me an English uh, roll?
5: I sure can. 40 on 40.
0: (laughs) Hey, Aksana. Yeah. In the last few entries, he writes them in iambic pentameter.
5: Oh, he did really get into prose. Okay.
2: <laughs> Delightful.
5: That's uh I guess she like tucks that away, like um for like, oh interesting way to lose your mind. Um So reading that he's hidden such tomes, I think she would start examining like, the spaces? You said that there were cases and that they were, like, torn.
0: So spots where clearly something was hung that you can <laughs> tell from... Th-
5: paintings, right.
0: Yeah, paintings were hung, and they've since been removed. And mm-hmm. clearly many books have been removed.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, I think she would go look at where the books specifically got removed and start looking at the books that were left behind. And what um, kinds those are
0: Okay yeah so yeah you step forward and you're taking a closer look at these books and for free I'll tell you they are books related to genealogy and they're focused on etymology of names they're focused on specifically genealogies of the you know like the eastern coast of the United States into France and they're going back to some tomes that must clearly be old as, as all hell medieval France.
5: With that, I think she would pull one of the really late ones, like for medieval France, and sort of crack that open, and not like super fast skim, because it's old and needs care, but sort of a fast brush through in case Hildred, or perhaps Lewis, but likely Hildred, made any notes.
0: So considering the success of your roles thus far, I'll tell you that you, when you open these up, you identify three different sets of handwriting...
5: Could I make a rule to see if I notice if any of them look like Lewis's, since I just read his diary?
0: I think since you have a journal, make me a library use, and that's just going to decide how much time it takes for you to cross-examine.
5: Sounds fair. Seven?
2: Seven?
0: That's Lewis
4: right there
2: <laughs> The highest highs and the lowest lows. Well and truly.
4: Yeah and that's, that's this group in general though. Yeah, and part of what
0: helps you out here is you see one man's set of handwriting making notes about uh, about specifically the entry of the family Castain. And you see notes about families that learn lo- that look to be related. And then, above his annotations, some ones that are even scratchier. And then above his, a hand that is steady and seems to be doing a more... It's it's more... There's no other way to put it than it's, it's a stable hand. It's not scrawled, it's very good handwriting and that's Lewis's from before he started to lose it and on an initial read all you can read like see here is one of the first hand lamenting that it can't draw back any further it can't follow the genealogy any further back. And the middle hand seems to be commenting to the first. This is this is our history. This is our family. And the last one seems to be making notes about the one previous's clearly being insane. so it's almost like you're reading a conversation more than you are an annotation
5: I think with that she would take that one with the three sets of handwriting um, close it gently and find a spot um, perhaps on the shelf or just nearby to set that and Lewis's diary down and then try to find one of the newest of the genealogy line to see if there's still three handwritings or if one has dropped off.
0: With your library use roll, the most recent one isn't there. Ah. You can tell that there's a cutoff in period of books The 20th century is gone.
5: Okay, I think she immediately jumps to this, probably one of the ones Lewis has now hidden. And then. I think she would actually turn to William. Okay. Your friend who's now gone crazy. If he were hiding something, what sorts of man do you think he is where he might hide something? Would he keep it close? Would he keep it far?
3: Uh. So, as a player, I don't know much about Lewis. So.
0: So, okay. As a character, make me an intro. Int? Alright. That's a three. (laughs) So what you can tell from your last interaction with Lewis is that he's not really the man you knew. Yep. The man you know would have hidden it somewhere close. And the man he has become would probably hide it somewhere not close but certainly not far, if that makes sense. He's not going to hide it in a ho- in his own home. You can kind of figure that. But he's not bringing it to some other state or anything. It's somewhere he thinks would be clever. You can t- tell that from, like, the way his unstable mind seems to have been working.
3: Okay. So I guess I'd relay that to you of just... He would have... Back then, like when I knew him before, kept it close, but now it's, you wouldn't hide it very far. Somewhere he thinks might be well enough hidden, but not terribly out of the way. Does that make sense? Yes, I do suppose. And when I was talking with his wife she said that he does have a book at his house but i don't think it's the book you're looking for
0: um so specifically she didn't say it was a book okay she said he brought something and that was in his desk
3: so could i also i I don't know this might be a stretch could i try to roll an idea think maybe where he like Mm. no that's no no no
0: oh Make me a normal one first. 58 under 75. You'll probably have to talk to him again. Okay. The state you had found him in was not one to really give you much direction. He might need
3: something more. Okay. Um... Unless I told his wife that it would probably be a good idea for him to go to the hospital.
0: Which, by the way, one of my favorite things is, Oksana, maybe something here can help him. Oksana, having shoved a book into the bottom of the ottoman. No, I don't think that's true.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> don't touch anything.
0: Um.
4: <laughs> this is, is the Louvre, it yes. <laughs> it is gone. It is gone.
3: To get an idea of where it might have hid something, I would want to talk to him again to get a better grasp of the new man he's become.
0: Uh, this is where I'm going to interrupt real quick, because, Richard, you realize, looking at the elements of this painting, it's probably worth quite a lot. And that the art around it could be worth just as much
4: play it cool play it cool
0: (laughs) i think it might be time to get elizabeth to work it too Mm -hmm.
4: Uh, so that's what he got from his appraisal rules i'm assuming um
0: i mean especially if you can sew this as an artists that lost their
4: mind Oh, people eat that shit up. Oh, 100%. Uh, he'll stand c- up and take a couple of steps back to and just not really give verbal impressions of it. He'll instead like stand back take another look at it from afar and then uh, start to look around a bit more. He he doesn't say anything, but you can tell that he's made an impression of some sort.
0: Um. Sonic's
4: TikTok is gonna go like just yeah. disappear so much in this
5: TikTok. TikTok.
4: Uh. We need to get Sonic his own microphone. There's yeah. <laughs> a little like clip
0: on. Do you think her? we could get the rights to get transitions from the Shadow the Hedgehog PlayStation game? Where he's like cocking a gun and just, I am Shadow.
2: Sonic says we gotta go fast, but the unrelenting ticking of the clock will always follow us. No matter how (laughs) fast we reach our destination, we will reach there, and it is death. I'm Shadow,
0: and no one tells me what to do.
2: I also have a gun, (laughs) and I'm
1: 16 in his giant fucking paws.
4: If the destination is death, then I truly do gotta go fast. <laughs> <laughs> By the way,
0: in that game, you can shoot like you can straight up shoot cops and soldiers.
5: Shadows is "A cab, let's and, go."
0: No, no, they're on your they're on your side. You can just shoot them. Shadows is so, "A cab." Yeah, and then Sonic in the background goes, "Those are our allies." That is like an actual thing that happens in that
3: game.
5: <laughs> I'm so sorry. Excellent. Okay, it's so good.
3: Uh. So how late is it in the... Oh, yeah,
0: I that's think, a good point. I think with the amount of time this taken, it's probably getting close to 9.30, close to 10. It's late. Gotcha. Um,
3: I think I would go to you. Just I will talk to him in the morning. Um, it might be better for him to at least rest the night. Maybe he'll get better overnight.
5: Look, you're going to have plenty of time to talk to him. There's... So much here I still have to catalog, so
3: well, I hope I have the time to talk to him. I kinda look over to you as you've got done appraising though.
4: Um I think at this point his back would probably be to you because he's taking a cursory lo- look over the books and the shelves at this point.
3: Uh do you are you seeing anything, Richard or
4: I mean, you
0: come to the kind of same conclusion. They're mostly genealogical books.
4: Nothing concrete as of yet. I look forward to whatever conclusions you're able to draw.
3: Well, yeah, right now not much, but I'm assuming you're going to be here tomorrow.
4: And the day after, and the day after, and likely the, the day after.
3: So, uh, as a
0: uh, Mike etiquette thing, just make sure you do, like, the character. Like, he learned, like, William is looking to Oksana. Yep. i oh, okay. saying that.
3: Yep.
5: Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I will very likely be here for many days, so.
3: Uh, I th- will
5: you all be joining me? <laughs>
2: she glances
5: between Richard and William, hopeful they will say no. The Unkind
0: Fates, episode four.
4: <laughs> Richard truly unkind. cracks a wide smile, just a huge grin. Well, of course, dear. Of course.
0: The biggest regret of a podcast format is not being able to show you the look in your eyes. <laughs>
5: Just
0: the light dies <laughs> okay so I want a quick what are the three of you going to be doing for the rest of tonight as you are wrapping up William start
3: um since there's not much more that I that he can think of right now he's probably gonna spend the rest of the night driving back to the farm just letting all the information seek in letting all that enter happen. enter Wakaba
5: to the tune of Enter Sandman. He looks so cute, I'm gonna cry.
2: The best boy. The now best kitty cat. Now
0: prepare for our audio to get fucked. <laughs> Immediately. Okay, so yeah, you're heading back to the farm.
3: Yep. Oxon, oh. Oh, yeah. uh, with the plan of in the morning going back to Lewis's house, seeing if they're there, and then if not, going to the nearest hospital is probably the one that he would have been brought to. Oksana, what are you doing for the rest of the night?
5: I think she would uh, head back to the music room where she'd mostly been cataloging things in there, uh, find her notes, start writing kind of in quick hand of just what they found in the new room with all of the, the massive picture and the genealogy tomes. And, hey, Kaiba.
4: Kaiba is on the table. Mm -hmm. Prepare for a lot of shaking.
5: There's going to be so much Mm -hmm. shaking. So I think she just quickly is like, oh, this picture, this is short and sweet description of each picture, the tomes, uh, and then probably like a note to herself under the genealogy tomes, three handwritings, one Lewis, uh, two question mark, question mark, and then C, Lewis's journal, missing tomes.
0: Okay, well, about what time do you think you'll be getting back to Finch's?
5: Uh, I mean, she probably isn't leaving the apartment until, like, after 10, if it's, like, 930 now. I mean, it's not too far from Finch's, though, so.
0: Yeah, so she's, well, specifically, this is Finch's outer home, so it'd be probably a good half hour to get to. This is his home outside of the cities, but still. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Kaiba!
4: That, that, for the record, that does show up through the microphones quite a lot whenever he touches one of the stands. I'm okay yeah. with this. Me
3: too. Mm-hmm. We'll just have to okay. mute them. One when... immersive experience. All right. So
0: let's say that you'll probably be getting back to Finch's around ten thirty. Does that does that sound fair?
5: Yeah, like ten thirty, ten forty-five or so. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Uh, Richard, what are you doing?
4: So I think Richard is going to take some time first to just look through the rest of the belong- like, take a little bit closer look of everything else in the secret room, because if it's near that, maybe it is also worth something. Then, if he finds- whether he finds something of interest to him or not, he would leave, take a cursory glance at the rest of the bookshelves in the apartment to make sure that there isn't another secret passage. So... Make me a spot
0: hidden or agree to leave when Oksana does. Uh,
4: Make me, like, do a spot hidden or I leave when Oksana does? Yeah, so, uh, which would be more time. I... I think if Oksana's looking like she's going to leave, Richard would say something like, I'll lock up when I leave. Well, but then you might touch things.
5: Unfortunately.
4: Uh-huh.
5: If you're not leaving, she probably would stick around a bit. <laughs>
4: uh, I won't be long, but I just want to take another quick glance.
5: Okay, I can wait for
4: that.
0: I mean, considering this, that Oksana does have a pretty good idea of what you do.
4: hmm
0: I think that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So I would hope so. So, why don't you make me a spot hidden then? All right.
4: Oh, damn. That's a. Oh, wait. No, I misread that. I thought it was a 76. It's a 16 under 60.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, wow, largely what you can tell here is that somebody moved many things in this space in a hurry. There is no other secret pack uh,
4: passage but it's all shuffled
0: it's shuffled and the true value
4: of this trove is out of grasp for the time being it's obscured for now due to the shuffling
0: and as we both know richard that's just delaying the inevitable isn't it of course i have people for that let's get to work richard So, Delilah? Yeah. Elizabeth has your wrists pinned above your head, and you're both laying naked on the floor. And you feel the bite marks burning across your collarbone. And she's whispering in your ear I love you.
4: stop <laughs> what what is this uh, he started so i kept
2: doing a weird little dance while we're all playing
1: i love you too
0: and yeah she presses her face into your neck why don't you make What's the exact name on it? Um, clairvoyance. Why don't you make me a clairvoyance roll? Okay.
1: Ooh, it's 52 over 30.
0: Yeah, you... You don't pick up anything in this moment except the way her nails dig into you and the eager whisper of her... It almost sounds like a plea. We
1: should go to bed.
0: And she says no. Well,
1: at least let me take a bath, get cleaned up a little bit.
0: You can practically feel her grin into your neck when she says yeah. Damien, is there anything else you wanna do with this scene?
2: No, i not the okay. okay, no, you
0: just, okay. <laughs> no worries, okay. Hey Thaddeus. <laughs> tone. A bit of a tone Hello.
4: Shift.
0: A little bit of a tone shift. Hello. It's been a while since we visited you.
2: Mm-hmm. You've
0: been following these hedges in the middle of the night with a lantern, right?
2: I have indeed. I've been going slow and steady trying to like memorize the route I'm taking, but I am cautiously following.
0: Yeah, so Thaddeus, you're following through. As you make it past a few yards worth, you start to see that whatever that this hedge is sprawling across the neighborhood. It's its hard to follow. It's spiraling. And I'm gonna have you make a track roll for
2: me. All right. That is a 64 over, 20, uh, over 25.
0: Hey Thaddeus, would you like to know what you were rolling for?
2: Yes. Yeah
0: ability to find your way back yeah and that really is at the back of your mind at this moment as you keep pushing forward and you find that the hedge seems to go back into a stretch of trees what the what the fuck though that is You've seen the front of this forest before.
2: I stop dead in my tracks. I do not go forward. And I am... Honestly, I am white-knuckling the hilt of... Or, like, the handle of my cane... Almost pale, and I take a step back and say, You wanted me to follow you. If you have something to say, if you have something you want of me, come out here and talk to me. I'm not following you anymore. You broke into my house. You left me your carving. What do you want with me?
0: the sound you hear Thaddeus it's it's like so many things you've heard it's like when several people jump wrestling onto a bed and the springs creak as it descends with their weight it's like when kids jump on the new sofa except it's like that multiplied. It's like branches are those springs, small crack sounds as if weight being pressed against an infinitesimally large bed of springs. And you see a small, white ball it's it's more elliptical than a ball roll from a tree and it comes towards your feet
2: how far away cause I assume I wasn't gonna get very close to the forest so did the ball just roll the whole way
0: yeah it's still a few feet away from you but
2: I'm just going to kind of examine it. Does it look just like a normal ball?
0: No. It's, as as I said, it's elliptical. It looks almost more like a, like a sunflower seed, but pale white.
2: Hmm. I'm just going to look in the forest. Do you want me to pick this up? Do you want me to throw it back? What do you want?
0: There's no sound, no movement, but the wind itself.
2: I'm going to eyes on the forest, eyes on the seed, very carefully and slowly. Like, almost agonizingly slowly. Like, it takes him a lot of effort to walk the few feet closer to that forest. And I'm going to bend down and kind of poke the ball with my foot a little bit.
0: And that's when you're going to make me a power roll.
2: That is a 34 under 60.
0: So Thaddeus... You give it a small poke. Like, is it more of a more of a jab
2: is is kind of like if you see something on the ground and you're just like, what is this? And you like explorative, just kind of like turn it over with the foot.
0: Yeah, you move it over. And the first thing that you notice is that it's it's warm.
2: Hate that. (laughs)
0: And did you you touch it with your hands?
2: No, I poked at it with my shoe.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's warm. And you hear a soft, very soft, almost imperceptible, coo, like an
2: infant's. Thaddeus takes a second, cause that's fucked up. And just like, oh oh God, what have I walked into? The last time he's really heard an infant cry that was his that had meaning. It was like five years ago and
4: But
0: that is, it's not a cry.
2: It's a coup.
0: It's a coup. It's comfort. It's finding. It's gentleness. Do you remember gentleness?
2: It has been so long. But also, this egg, it now and seems more
0: like a seed like
2: than an egg. A seed. Whatever is in there, whatever is making gentle noises is not human, is not necessarily safe. But I don't think he can quite, he doesn't want to get closer, he doesn't want to get attached, but I don't think he can quite bring himself to walk away from it yet. So he just kind of stands there, staring at it for a minute.
0: Thaddeus, I, as your keeper, don't really believe that you're capable of casting it back to a cold forest. But that choice is yours.
2: See, that's the thing where he's stuck. Because I'm not 100% sure he can either. But also, he 100% is not gonna like, take it home. Like, he's trying to find something in between where he can see that it's safe without him becoming responsible for whatever this is.
0: Aren't you? Weren't you the moment it rolled towards you?
2: No. Whatever rolled it towards me, whatever broke into my house, that is responsible for it.
0: Oh, okay. I see.
2: And he's gonna... Can I try making a spot hidden to see if I see anything within the forest?
0: You absolutely can.
2: Okay. That is a four
0: under 50. Hey, Thaddeus, can you roll me sanity?
2: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's best not to see. But that's a one under 60.
0: Why don't you take a point of luck for me?
2: Excellent.
0: So, Thaddeus, at first... You're looking down at the seed, and your eyes, they pan up. You're, you're trying to find whatever rolled it towards you. And you had heard that sound of almost the whole forest bed creaking before you. And not only do you see the branches of these trees are weighed down closer to the ground than they should, certainly should be, you see above them, not a body, but it looks like the skull of of a goat's head watching. And then the top and bottom peel away, like, like a banana skin. And a small head, it can't be larger, than a child's. It's watching with the light of the moon, silhouetting it. And it cocks its head towards you.
2: Hello, little one. I see you.
0: And it begins to slowly sink down Into the leaves.
2: This isn't mine. And I'm not going to take it. So if you want it cared for, you're going to have to come get it. You've watched it this far. This is not my responsibility.
0: The next sound you hear is that in which people come off of the mattress and the trees lift up like a wave.
2: He takes a step back. I don't know why you found me. I don't know why you broke into my house. But take this seat and leave me the fuck alone. Do I see any response of anything?
0: Mm, not yet, mm-hmm. but you can make me a hard spot hidden here.
2: Um. I'm feeling spicy. Can I push it?
0: You can absolutely push it. How are you going to push it?
2: the effort of being spicy, I'm going to get a little bit closer.
0: Absolutely. Why don't you roll it?
2: I'm going to fucking die. That is a 16 under 25, under uh, 50. So hard 16 under
0: 25. You take a few steps forward. And Thaddeus, whatever was there, is gone. But you can now see, scratched deep into the bark across several trees, you see the words, I am owed. I
2: hate that. Making some connections. And, uh, Thaddeus is gonna grip his gun real tight.
0: You're more than free to.
2: Yeah. And I'm going to back the fuck away until the forest is out of view, and then find the nearest, uh, like, light, or civilization, or house, or...
0: So, two questions. Uh, Thaddeus, you- yeah, you- you leave the seed then, right? Yeah. Great. So, secondly you failed your track roll
2: I did
0: so you are running in what seems like circles and I'd like you to make me a power roll
4: yep as a side note it's just interesting every time I see people make expressions like this from across the table Because I only see surprised expressions, but I have no idea if it's a high roll or a low roll.
2: (laughs) Well, uh, this is very fitting, but I rolled an 83 over 60.
0: Yeah, so Thaddeus, you are following this hedge and you almost feel like something is at the back of your neck. And so you have to push faster.
2: Thaddeus is just short of terrified,
0: and he should be. Because Thaddeus, you find yourself sco- you find yourself going in circles, and you keep seeing those trees again and again. I am owed, and you keep coming across it, and then it's almost before you know it. Okay, I'm opening it for you. Go, yeah. yeah. No, that's you.
1: Oh, fuck you. In oh. <laughs> <laughs> you.
0: Thaddeus, you're in the middle of the forest. You are surrounded by trees, and you hear—you hear children.
2: First off, I scream, uh, straight up. Uh, Stock still where he is, and he just kind of screams and clutches his head And kind of gets down on the floor a little bit This is not where he wants to be This is very bad He is very afraid
0: Oh, Thaddeus, you're more than free to do that
2: Can I... look it Can I lose the sanity point?
0: Please take it, I was gonna have you roll, but you can just take it
2: No, I'm... he's just taking it This is not a good forest for him.
0: Hey, Thaddeus, can you roll me a listen roll?
2: Do I have to? (laughs) Yeah. It's 11 under 50.
0: Thaddeus, the river's this way, come on. And a small laugh. You can practically see the gesture of his hand. Ushering you forward.
2: Thaddeus is on the ground, saying, like, "No, no, 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 no! Don't show me this! Don't show me this! No, 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 no! It's, I, I'm not here! I'm not here! Don't, fuck! No, no!" And he's just kind of clutching his head, closing his eyes, and just doing his best not to look, not to listen. He does not want to be here. He does not want to see this.
0: <laughs> Man, there's nothing. No sound.
2: And he looks up.
0: And now, larger than ever, the seed is before you, and the words now taking up the whole of the trees, I am owed.
2: Can't be. You're dead. You're dead, I saw you die, why are you? What is this? And he is going to once again try to run out of the forest.
0: (laughs) And this time, Thaddeus, it's simple. You come out, and you recognize that you're on the other side from your home.
2: As soon as he gets out of the tree line, he is breaking down, and he is... Sobbing. He is doing his best to be quiet about it, like shoving his hand in his mouth. But that man is a broken man on all fours, sobbing into the night.
0: But clearly not broken enough. <laughs> hey, William.
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you spend most of the night driving on your way back when you come back to the farm what's what's the first thing you're thinking of doing
3: so i, I like to think as he comes to the farm a lot of the weight of what's ha- happened around him is crushing him because you know he's a man who saved his life asked him to kill him this today i think he just stops like in front of the house um unsure of how to actually proceed with what's happening around him and probably just sits in the car for a while um
0: yeah you hear voices from the main house where most of the bedrooms are and they're they're pretty loud and if I might I think I think there's something more surreal about that something about these voices and how loud and how, how into life they seem compared to
3: how you feel right now. I think for a little while he sits in the car, um, before going back inside. And as he enters he tries his best to be jokingly what are you all doing up still we got work in the morning so you come in and you go what are you all doing up yep he's trying to be joking cuz like it's probably near 11 midnight oh. because uh cuz you know he lives a decent bit away from Main city, New York, so
0: yeah, it, it took probably quite like how far are you? About an hour? Away from an New hour, hour and I a half. I think we said about 40 minutes. Okay, I, th- I think we had said it's about 40 minutes from New York,
3: uh, but it's still pretty late by the time he gets back.
0: Yeah, definitely.
3: Uh, so yeah, he's jokingly as they're all up and they have to be up clearly by like six in the morning or something like that. Yeah, so William, you, you
0: when you come in, you see Alex and you see brock and oh my god i got hair on my tongue i'm sorry and you see ashton and they're all clearly like so ashton and alex are clearly a little tipsy um brock you see that his drink is a little brown but you know him enough to know he's not drunk And this is a little trick, you know, of his, that every now and again, since, you know, he's Champlin, that he has occasionally engaged in these uh, liberalities with people, but he likes to make his water look like whiskey. And he's looking at you a little uncomfortably as the other two are clearly drunk. And Alex draw like puts his drink down really quickly on the second-hand piano you have nearby, and he salutes, uh, Nothing, sir.
3: Alex, we're not in the military. You don't have to salute me anymore.
0: Uh, uh, okay. And he goes to put his hand down, and Ashton goes, No, you put that back up. That's that's common respect.
3: No, <laughs> Alex, don't put your hand up. You're good. You're yeah, good.
0: put it back up, Alex. What, Ashton... what are you, a Neanderthal?
3: Ashton, we're on the military.
0: <laughs> You're going to see Ashton is looking at you with, like, such a grin, but he is hiding it. Like, yeah. with his hand, he's hiding part of it, so Alex can't see it. Um, William's not hiding his grin. <laughs> and Alex is looking between the two of you and just, are, are, you, are you messing with me? And Ashton looks back and goes, no, no, no. He is messing with you.
3: No, Alex... Ashton is just being a jerk right now and checks. Yeah, you guys should probably get to bed. You, you both have. How far did you guys get into fixing Betsy last night or this today? <laughs>
0: oh, yeah. Roll me a luck roll! <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah!
3: 70 over 65, so they didn't get anywhere, did they?
2: They broke it more. Oh, God,
0: so, I hope not. Let me tell you what happens here, my friend. Uh-huh. Oh. Alex,
3: Roman Psychology. <laughs> oh, I have a bit in that. 40 under 44. Alex goes pale. You can see
0: beads of sweat, but they're like towards the back of his neck right below his ears, like that far back. So it wouldn't be immediately apparent if you didn't know to look for them and he says i i think we're only a few hours away from fixing it and ashton is in the corner rubbing his hands looking between the two of you
3: and oh it's straight dead staring at alex alex you've never been a good liar
0: and Alex turns with, like, a, a nervous look in his face and uh, to Ashton. He goes, I, I told you, he always knows when you're lying. <laughs> and Ashton says, well, it's just because you're not good at it.
3: <laughs> so remember, tomorrow, since the tractor's not up, you have to do most of that work by hand.
0: Brock's in the in the other, uh, like, again, he's, he's sitting in the other couch, and he goes, lying's a sin. <laughs> And he's doing a little fake swear. <laughs> and Ashton goes, yeah, that's a sin, Alex. I couldn't, I can't believe you would do that to, to, to our friend. And Alex, the sweat has gone from the back
3: to the front.
0: <laughs> I'll never do it again. I'm so sorry.
3: Uh, you can make right with God if you go to bed right now.
0: Okay. <laughs> he goes towards the staircase. He turns around. Right with God
3: <laughs> It's a sin Ashton Yeah it's
0: a sin and Brock I'm the most informed one here to tell you It's a sin
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And Alex You hear the pounding of the feet As he rushes up And you, the three of you You laugh and it's like under You're trying to do under your breath It doesn't completely work You end up having to laugh into the, into the, into your elbows. And after a few moments, you all finally begin to recollect yourselves. Um, And Ashton says, so, okay. uh, (laughs) Are you, uh, you're not putting too much
3: more shit on my to-do list, are you? uh, I have to head out again tomorrow. Just try to Teach him a bit more about the tractor. If he can't get to it, I'll hopefully be back in the afternoon. I could try to teach him then.
0: More to do tomorrow. When are you gonna do your job, man?
3: I'm sorry. A little, there's um a soldier I met before I transferred over to you guys. He's not having a good time, and I'm so actually um William Ash has met Lewis. Doesn't um, know him very as well as you do, but doesn't know him. Okay. So then I would have just been like, Lewis is, he's not having a good time right now. I, I'm trying my best to help him, but. Oh, um, uh,
0: shit. And you see him kind of lurch forward a bit, and he gives himself a little small slaps, and you can see Cute. he's like trying to sober himself up a bit, and he goes, dude, like, if it's Lewis, I'll be there in a heartbeat.
3: Um, For right now... I I I should be good just right now. Just keep the farm working.
0: No. No, 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 no man. If it, if it's someone we know, someone we served with, I'm coming with.
3: As as I said, right now you're in charge, remember? You've always been my second in command. I need you at the farm for right now. Hey, uh so hey William, he says.
0: You realize that this is kind of more like a commune than a farm, right? Yes. So you think hierarchy should play in here? Is that what you're saying? No. And he gives you a grin and a kind of knock of his, of his, uh,
3: oh my God, I almost said eyeballs instead of. (laughs) I hate that. Yeah. No, but it is good to have someone here for direction when. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with Alex, you know how he gets when, He's done with one task. He'll just try to not do another task.
0: No, no. That's the problem, William, is that he won't try to do another. En- uh, he won't, like, get distracted. He'll try to do the other task, but then
3: he'll get two in his head about what you have to do in order to do it. And that's why we need you here to keep him on course. Well, I think
0: Brock could show him and Brock in the background goes, No.
3: Yeah, because Brock had... <laughs> I I look over to Brock and just go, Brock's doing Coyote Watch tonight. He won't be awake.
0: Brock says, yeah. And uh, and you hear us should go,
3: William, I think he's lying. No. Brock has to do Coyote Watch tonight. William? Yeah. Look me in the eyes. Yes.
0: Do... Do I look like my wife's lover
3: no but if you look at the chore list then why are you trying to fuck me (laughs) i'm just saying what's what's up all right i mean trying to
0: say what's up and brock in the corner
3: that's what's up (laughs) i'm sorry it's brock's a few days of coyote watch Remember, it's you, you next. You get the Coyote Watch after that.
0: And Ashton, you just hear him sigh, the deepest sigh. But you've heard it a million times. He's, oh
3: my god, you're fucking doing this to me again. All right. So just, at least everybody else should be good. At least keep Alex on task. Every word you say is insult to injury. Oh, I'm Sorry. We
0: both know that's a lie, and you hear uh, Brock in the corner. God knows it's a
3: lie. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna go to bed soon. It's a prefer. It's a good idea for you to go to bed too, Ashton.
0: And he stands up. He takes another drink, and I—I I mean, I—you know, Ashton. Yep. You know he's—he's he's not that drunk. Hmm. But fuck, does he think it's funny? And I think, yeah, we can change camera there.
3: Yep, oh no, he's going to bed right after that.
0: So, Oksana, yeah. you return to Finch's, I imagine, by cab. Yeah. And, uh well, your driver's a woman, and she's awfully quiet.
3: Oh no.
5: I mean, oh, delightful. Is she familiar?
0: Very, <laughs> a probably a little too. <laughs>
5: um, I think uh, as Vicky pulls up, just a, uh, it's a solemn nod and uh, and a, uh, thank you and climbs in the back seat and doesn't say another
0: word. Yeah. She just gives you a nod back. And I mean, between the two of you, more than anyone else in this party, I think there's more of an akin understanding.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so she brings you back to Finch's.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think the only thing I've noticed, when you go to exit the vehicle, she rests her right arm against the against her seat... And turns to you and says, anything, uh, any help you need?
5: Uh, Not tonight, no, but thank you.
0: Well, let me know if there's any other night you need help with.
5: I will. Thrive safe.
0: And you can can see that there's, like, if she was any other person, Mm
5: -hmm. she
0: probably would have grinned. Mm-hmm but she's the kind that she doesn't. Mhm. And yeah, you, you you grab your things and you go up to the entrance. I imagine you enter and kick off your shoes.
5: Yes. Probably, and, well, I might linger outside and take a smoke break cuz God knows I need it.
0: God knows you need it. Absolutely. Take a smoke break, Oksana. A You're going to need it. <laughs>
5: All
0: oh, right. Okay, so eventually you make your way in.
5: Yep. Probably just try to quietly go to my room. I don't imagine I'd make it there.
0: Well, no. I mean, one, uh, Mr. Finch is in front of the fireplace to the far right side, and he is clearly dead asleep. And there's like Unfortunately, a a site you're pretty familiar with. Mm -hmm. A cocktail of medications next to him. Mm -hmm. And a small glass of what's probably whiskey, but he didn't finish it. Mm -hmm. And he's asleep, and you see Sarah sitting next to him. And she's got his sleeve in her hand. Not his hand itself just his sleeve. But, yeah, she's not looking her way. Gosh,
5: I think she does just sort of pause at the sight, but then kind of keeps, um, keeps on her way, uh, leaves them to their moment. She just keeps heading upstairs to her room, and my god,
0: Kaiba. Yeah, is it Kaiba? Yeah. Okay, he can come in. Kaiba, I love.
2: Mm-hmm. Sun boy allowed of- The other cats are on thin fucking ice.
0: On thin fucking ice.
2: Oh, we th- love that. Kaiba. Could, fine.
0: Kaiba could destroy know. my life.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: you. Okay, yeah. so... He does Ox-
2: crawl into the
5: crevices where you can't reach him again. Kaiba just hangs out.
0: Yeah, so, Oksana, you can tell that... Hi, how's it going there, buddy?
2: Baby boy, that's my microphone.
4: So okay, he's going up now.
0: Yeah, so Oksana, you you do see that Sarah knows you're there, Mm -hmm. and she does turn, give you a small nod, and her eyes they just. Just looks sad. But she gives you a smile. <laughs> <laughs> Head butt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He knew that that was the biggest, that was the big, oh my god, he's going for another microphone.
5: He's gotta take them all.
0: But yeah, she, she, she leaves you alone. So you're going up to your bedroom, right? Mm-hmm. And you open your door. And Hanukkah is laying across your bed with her legs sprawled, like on the bottom side of the bed so they're touching the floor. It's just mm-hmm. her it's just her arms that are spread across.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And she turns your her head to you a little lazily. You are the worst host I have ever had in my life.
5: I am confident you have had
0: worse. No, no, no. You cannot be confident I have had worse. Excuse me. I know what I've experienced more than you.
5: Oh. Oh, have you you you, you would consider the university a better host than I?
0: At this rate, yes.
5: Cuts deep.
0: As it should.
5: What is it you want? Why are you here? You have your own room.
0: Well, for one, I would like to actually be here to see my friend. And two, for that friend to show maybe just the littlest interest in playing host. At least more than I would expect of a baboon. A baboon? I don't know. As far as I know, you're not winning out. That's all I'm saying.
5: Okay, perhaps next time you can go stay with the baboon instead of me.
0: At this rate, that sounds preferable. Then go. And her eyes kind of dart to you. And she says, What could possibly have kept you out this late anyway?
5: That new job... Imagine an entire apartment, floor to ceiling, several rooms, all books, all needing to be catalogued.
0: I'd rather not, personally.
5: Mm-hmm. And then, imagine you get this job, right? And then, the worst people you know show up, one by one.
0: Oksana, make me a psychology role real quick. It's a hard, actually.
5: Ooh, she's not a good at psychologist, so this'll be fun. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with no, seventy-five we ain't passing nothing.
0: Yeah, you don't really notice anything. But uh she goes from laying against the bed to sitting up and is looking at you a little strangely. And she says, and no one is making you do this?
5: The job or dealing with the
0: people? Either.
5: Well, no one is making me take the job, but the job is good money. And then they show up, I am trying to do the job. There is only so much I can do to chase people away.
0: She sits up a bit and pushes herself to her feet and she comes closer to you. No one is making you do this then. No. Just the job that you do into the late hours of the night?
5: Oh, yes, I don't exactly trust them there alone. No, I suppose no one is making me work into the late hours.
0: Oh, you just choose to do that on your own. What a wonderful host you are.
5: Yes, worse than the baboon, I hear.
0: Significantly at this rate.
5: Again, you know, next time you like to follow me like lost puppy, I'll grab you a leaf.
0: God damn. Uh, okay, I'm gonna allow you another psychology roll at this point, but with normal difficulty.
5: There's so much space to roll considering all of fur. <laughs> that's even worse so absolutely not at 84
0: the only thing that you can really come to when you think about the look she's giving you is hellfire
5: yeah for sure
0: and yeah she reaches her arms up and and Grips the edge of your hair a little bit. And she says, What would it take to make you a good host?
5: I don't know. What do you think makes a good host?
0: I suppose I think it means making your guest comfortable.
5: I think that Oksana would step even closer, like, right in her space and, like, lean down. <laughs> Kaiba! Kaiba.
4: Kaiba's here to yeah. interrupt the lesbians. As Kaiba leans closer into your space. Oh my uh,
5: god, is Kaiba homophobic?
4: <laughs> 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 homophobic, swear. No,
0: I feel I like if, it, if, you, if you named him Kaiba, of him course he is.
2: He's
4: going
2: to be
5: for oh, no, it.
4: If I eat the cord, they won't be those gays on the radio anymore. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so Oxana would lean in really close right in her personal space, like real up close to her face. I think it would be more comfortable in your own bed. In smirks.
0: Yeah, and she's grinning up at you. And the fingers, her fingers are twirling in your hair a bit and then pulling. I'm not that picky.
5: You bring all those bags with you to get comfortable and then you just abandon them in your room?
0: I'm sorry. I do not like your bottom shelf whiskey and vodka and I don't like your terrible cigarettes. But I'm a little more flexible than you think. Perhaps you should test it out.
5: I think perhaps there are other days to test that
0: out. And she gives a small laugh and affectionately pulls your affectionately pulls your head down and k- plants a kiss on your forehead. Okay, okay. You decide you want to tell me what your job is? That's on you. I expect better hosting though from now on.
5: Yes, yes. I will try to make you comfortable.
0: Well, you're not to a poor start, she yes. says as she opens the door.
5: Mm-hmm. Arsana, like, waves her good um, Just like, oh, yes, you know, the bard is a baboon, so we'll see what happens.
0: And yeah, it's... It's not quite a slam of the door you but you, because you you hear the way she laughs mm-hmm. as she close, as she throws it closed so Richard
4: yeah you are coming it takes you do you make any stops on your way home I don't believe so actually I, I think I would uh, I would head straight back
0: so yeah when you come up to your apartment you open your door and it's stifled immediately but you see that there are tears in Kevin's eyes he's sitting on your couch and he hears you come in and he wipes them away and looks back up to you
4: without saying a single word richard would walk start to walk over to sit next to him
0: he gives you a grin and like he doesn't scoot over he lets
4: you take whatever spot you're going to take right up next to him and
0: yeah he gives a small laugh when you sit down and grabs on your arm with both of his and he's he's looking at you and there's 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 obviously anxiety. Mm -hmm. And there's also an incredible amount of affection in the way he
4: looks at you. Richard would pull him, pull his head in next to, pull Kevin's head in next to his own and just kind of ruffle his hair a little bit and just softly whisper anything you want to talk about. And he
0: presses his head a little bit further, and there's a, a bit of a lightness when he, when he says, "Not, not at this, not right now, not in this moment. We and, will, we will have to talk about it. Just right now, this, this
4: is wonderful." And Richard will turn his head, plant a soft kiss on the top of his head, and say. That's
0: perfectly fine. And he gives you a small squeeze and you he and all of a sudden he starts to almost cackle laugh. It's like a <laughs> But it's it's a lot more classy than that. I just can't do it. I know what laugh. I know what you mean. I've got it in my head. And you hear him say kind of mutter under his breath, Could you imagine if we were these toxic bitches? And you know he means Delilah. <laughs> you know he means Elizabeth. He goes, I'll tell you everything It's right now. This is my perfect. You know that whenever we spend time together, whenever we just have a day, when you take me to the zoo and we get those terrible, terrible lemonades. I just want you to know that those are the best days of my life. Every single one of them.
4: I couldn't imagine anything better myself.
0: Right, if you had something too good, it would just kind of, it would mutter, it would make the rest of it muddled, right? Of course. Having something just a little shitty, it makes everything else
4: just that much better, right? There's something compelling in its shittiness. Let's, let's go to the zoo this week.
0: For sure i'll make time let's yeah and let's bring delilah and elizabeth and maybe they'll start to make sense to me because god knows right now they don't are you sure you want the mood to turn that way at the very least it makes it interesting and just touching back i know it's not canon Chucky episode
4: uh-huh. where
0: he was just loving the drama. Oh, I think a bit of that touches every in.
4: Every single time that I envision Kevin, he is the guy watching the drama unfold while eating popcorn. Oh, exactly.
0: He just knows that popcorn wouldn't fit the mood, so instead, it's something he can hide a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, so he says, yeah, he, bring somebody else along
4: built in entertainment built
0: in entertainment that's the best way to put it (laughs) and he plants a small kiss under your chin and he has his arms around your neck he just says you do you have any idea just how happy
4: you make me i think i've got a pretty good idea Because it's how you make me feel too
0: And he gives you a small little bite On your nose and says That's the
4: right answer
0: You fucking know
4: it (laughs) And Richard gives a hearty little chuckle uh, And uh, just leans in for a quick peck Yeah he, He
0: stands up And he's holding your hand And pulling you forward towards him hmm and he brings you back towards the towards the bedroom.
4: hmm
0: And it's it, it's smiling and it's gentleness. and there's sadness. but that's something for another
4: time, isn't it? I trust him to talk to me about it when he feels comfortable. And Richard.
0: When you sleep that night, it's dreams of him and it's dreams of hands and holding. And then it's him in that fucking white gown and crying. And I hope that you're willing to do what it takes and that's where we're gonna end for the night
4: go fuck yourself